Welcome back to Roundtable Sports. This is your host, John Newman, and today I don't have anyone with me, but I will be talking about UFC 241 and give a little bit of a breakdown from uh, last night and what happened. So starting off the night, uh, Derek Brunson took on Ian Einish, and um, in the first round, Einish uh, landed a, a head kick in, and uh, seemed to kind of uh, keep Brunson uh, backing up, but then Brunson clinched up, used some grappling, and and Einish uh, uh, was able to get out of the out of the clinch pretty quickly with him and and maintain some pressure at range. Then a couple of lefts from Brunson uh, came back at him, and uh, uh, he tried to uh, shoot for a single, and it got stuffed. And then Brunson shot for a single uh, of his own, and and was briefly able to get him down. Uh, to close out the round in the second round, Ian Ines slowed down um, a little bit and uh, he moved forward still and he shoot for, he shot for a double that got uh, stuffed by Brunson and then Brunson uh, exploded with a combo that, that kind of uh, pushed him up against the cage where he landed a knee and uh, then he threw a head kick uh, and that got slipped and, and ate a few shots on the way. Uh, but, but Einish, uh, pretty much was telepathing everything at that point in the fight. In the third round, Derek Brunson, uh, landed a body lock takedown and Einish rolled out of it and, and got back to his feet. Uh, they briefly clinched up and, and Einish, uh, just couldn't really hit Brunson. He, he got taken down again with a leg trip and, and Brunson kind of stayed at bay and jabbed his way to the victory in a 28 or 29 28, uh, decision victory. Um, the next fight on the card was, um, Sadiq Youssef and Gabriel Benitez and, um, Youssef knocked out, um, Benitez with a powerful, powerful, uh, right hand. And then, then he got on top of him and, and, uh, landed a flurry of punches, uh, to, to close out the fight. Um, there really wasn't really much to talk about, but um, uh, Sadiq Youssef is is honestly he's probably one of the best uh, individual talents from the Dana White Contender Series. Um, I know that uh, there's there's you know uh, a lot of uh, guys yet to be um, um, in, put into a position where they they can showcase their talent still, uh, but but. Uh, that was a good victory there. Yoel Romero taking on Paulo Costa and what uh, a lot of people saw as the fight of the night. Um, and, and I'd agree with him too. It was a really, really entertaining fight. It, uh, right from the beginning, you know, two of the best middleweights in the world, they, they threw heavy hands in pretty much all their fights and, uh, they came out with a fireworks loaded. I mean, um, both of them got dropped, you know, I think Costa dropped Romero within a minute and Romero got up and then uh dropped Costa. He kind of bloodied him up too uh with a knee and and a punch to the head. Uh that gave him the support of the crowd and and everything and I think they were already supporting uh Yoel Romero anyways. Uh but he got uh knee to the groin. Uh Costa was trying to throw a knee to the body and he ended up hitting uh, Yoel Romero to the groin. Um, but then in the second round, you know, Yoel started eating 
uh, kicks to the body, uh, and uh, he took a pretty nasty combo against the cage, um, and and he really kind of faded away in the second round. But in the third round, uh, he came back out and he landed several shots to open the round. Uh, Costa was kind of slowing down himself and and still throwing heavy shots and and a couple kicks to the body here and there, but um, not as much as Costa was working the body in the in the second round. Um, and uh, Romero rocked him in the third round and and came back and uh, yeah he came back to the body some more. Uh, so so with about two minutes to go, they just kind of started exchanging. Uh, I think that, you know, this fight could have been a draw. Some people said it, they, that they thought Yoel Romero won the fight. I kind of agree with the 29-28 decision for Paulo Costa. I just thought that, you know, Romero might have had maybe more damaging strikes, but, but Costa overall, uh, put on, put on the, uh, display, you know, that, sh- that shows the judges that, that he won the fight, um, Next was uh, Nate Diaz, the return of Nate Diaz taking on Anthony Pettis. Diaz really controlled this fight. You know, he had Pettis cornered for much of the fight. He escaped the guillotine attempt from from Anthony Pettis and, and got good positioning on the ground. In the second round, Diaz looked, you know, maybe a little bit slower, but uh, he got a takedown. Uh, he landed 160 strikes to, to Anthony Pettis' 75. And, uh, you know, it was an impressive return for, for Nate Diaz. Uh, he called out Jorge Masvidal after the fight, which a lot of people saw that kind of, uh, surprising. Dana White included said he didn't think that he'd be calling out, uh, Jorge Masvidal like that. He was like, ah, I know you're a gangster, but, uh, you're not no West Coast gangster. You're an East Coast gangster or something like that. Something along those lines. Um, and then he also shouted out his, shouted out his older brother. Saying, uh, Nick Diaz army motherfuckers <laughs> and, uh, whatever. But, uh, he is, you know, a hot commodity now for the UFC. Uh, they might try to get him to fight before the end of the year. Uh, he was asked in the post fight show if, if he thought he was going to fight again this year. And he's like, I don't even know what month it is. So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, congratulations to Nate Diaz on that. And I was, I was actually rooting for Nate Diaz last night. Um, and then in the main event, Daniel Cormier, DC, taking on Stipe Miocic. Uh, and Cormier came out there pretty solid. Went in the first two rounds. Uh, he even uh, picked Stipe Miocic up and, and had him above his head for, you know, a solid second and a half, two seconds before dropping him and, and uh, trying to hold him on the ground. But he was unable to get him. Uh, held down there. Uh, then Stipe kind of started keeping him at bay with with some body shots and staggered him with a with a flurry to the head. And uh, DC, you know, he backed back towards the cage, and and this was in the fourth round when he backed towards the cage, and and Stipe just poured it on him, and uh, the fight was called, it was stopped, and uh, you know, there's a new heavyweight champion with Stipe Miocic, and. Uh, who knows what's going to happen next in the heavyweight division. Daniel Cormier said he'd have to talk it over with his family before making a decision whether he was going to fight again. Um, you know, the heavyweight division's kind of uh, 
kind of not really, you know, not got a whole lot of good stock in it right now. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, uh, where, uh, the next, when the next title fight in that division occurs and who Stipe is going to defend that belt against. Um, that's pretty much all that I had. Sorry for being like so brief on the, on the last fight of the night on the, on the main event, but, uh, it was really kind of just a pretty much a feeling out process for, for a lot of it. And then, um, of course, Stipe was able to get the, get the, um, better of, of, uh, Cormier once the kind of opening first two rounds, adrenaline and, and, and pace and all of that stuff kind of settled in. It seemed like he was much more comfortable and, uh, got the, got the victory. So uh, thank you all for listening to this brief episode of Roundtable Sports. Follow me on Twitter at TalkMoreSports and uh, join the discussion. Thanks.